0: So I used to live in a mind state of why me? Why it seems like certain things only happened to me. Why did I have to experience so much pain and so much betrayal and hurt? Right. And I'm starting to get into the world of it's not just you. It's not just a you thing. You're not the only one that's going through pain. There's other people that's going through pain with you. And it's not like things only happen to you other people are experiencing the same thing they're just not saying anything um so i'm starting to learn a lot more but one thing i do dwell on a lot is when people ask me about the podcast they ask me um who should listen to the podcast and i used to say well everyone can find something out of the podcast everyone can listen to it but i want to change my answer um this podcast is not for everyone um this podcast is for people that's looking for positivity People that's looking for the next step, people that wanna be enlightened, and people that want to to learn and also to grow. That's what this is about. This is motivation, this is inspiration. I like yeah. I like
1: that. That is definitely a, a dope answer. I, I could see how that would be the case because If you have negativity on your heart and you want to come with negativity then i guess you won't get the messages that uh we're trying to get out there now Mm -hmm. so uh definitely it's not for everyone it would have to be for somebody who's looking for that betterment of self
0: yep this one is for people that actually have experienced hurt people that have experienced betrayal people that have been to their lowest low or are at their lowest low and need a reason or inspiration or motivation to push to the next day. This is for people that get in the car sometimes and be like, you know what, I do not like my job. But it gives you a reason to say, let me be optimistic, at least I got a job. You know, this is for those type of people. The people that are still searching for something better. And even if you're at something better, you're still always trying to find a way to develop a better version of yourself. This show is for you. So... Welcome to Moments with Mika, and I am Mika. And I'm Rick. Ah, you guys here, Rick? Rick is here. Rick ain't been here in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, you know, got a little slice of life, but you know, everything is in order, and I am back to business.
0: Well, this show, we have a lot to share. I just wanted to make sure I explain and let you guys know... What this show is for and who it's for So if this sounds like you, you're in the right place It's for you Yes, and if you know somebody else that always needs some motivation Go ahead and let them know where we be at We're at Moments with Mika when And we're we available at. everywhere that's, that's what we doing? Yeah, where we be at Alright Period All right. Okay Okay. Alright, so let's get to this show So Rick, what you been up to?
1: Oh, so for me, I've been um, just out here grinding trying to develop my mind and uh get a couple of these job situations worked out as well as get some of my uh design craft a little bit better been working on learning a lot more design techniques mm-hmm. so i um, learning my tools a lot better and that's been working out pretty well
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh also looked at trying to uh but not looked at trying We're actually in the progress of furthering uh, the web development portion of my skill set, and uh, getting that uh, portion of business rolling. So, fingers crossed. Hopefully, everything works out and this uh, deal goes through.
0: That's good. That's really good. What about you? Um, I have been doing a lot of working, but at the same time, I've been doing like kind of a lot of soul searching and soul repairs on the inside and. A lot of um, mentally, like, construction on, like, you know, building myself up and just kind of taking a different approach to some things rather than how I used to take it when I was younger. Okay. Um, and that's kind of how I came up with this show. Because I, um, I was sitting down, and I believe, I'm not going to say it was my thoughts, but, you know, I was sitting there, and I was thinking, like, you know, well, what if what if the show doesn't go where I want it to go? Then what? What should I do after that? Or what if the clothing line don't go how I want it to go? What should I do after that? And then that's when I came up with this show about having a plan B.
1: Because
0: okay. um, I started you know, researching, like, why am I saying, you know, what if? Why am I planning for sabotage? Why am I planning for failure? You know, And that's right. where I, I came up with this show. And I, I wanted to ask a lot of people doesn't mean, like, when you start planning a plan B, even though it's supposed to be the responsible you, because your, te- your teachers in school tell you, you know, you always want to have a plan B just in case, you know. They always teach you that. But having a plan B sabotages your plan A. That's my opinion. And, and that's what I want to get from other people. Like, you know, how do you feel about planning your own plan B?
1: That's a real possibility. And the way I look at it is, like, I rarely have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Like... I do something, I go all in on it. If it go, if it don't go right, then I'm back at, you know, the planning stage again to see which way I'm going to go now. Right. Um, I know that takes a lot more time mm-hmm. um, because you didn't set up with a plan. You didn't get prepared to actually do the next move. But uh, the way I see it is if you go wholeheartedly into your plan A, mm-hmm. you learn what you can learn from it. Uh, you experience it. You know this is your sole focus. Because if you're planning a plan B, you're going to start putting stuff together for that plan B exactly. also. Exactly. So that's taking away from the effort of your plan A. Mm-hmm. It's taking away the time that you have to mold and craft yourself to make this plan work. Because you're like, but if it don't work...
0: I me, got this over got here.
1: This let me just up. set this up real quick. Right. Now, putting aside, uh, like, rainy day fun for a plan B mm-hmm. is one thing. Um... But knowing exactly what that plan B is, like, if you're really wholeheartedly serious about what you're doing,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't really see that as a a viable idea.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that because I was like, why am I making, like, a fallback plan for my show and for my clothing line just because some things aren't going exactly as I expected it to be? And I started to doubt myself. My ultimate goal, like, the energy for it, I felt it decreasing. Like, I felt myself... Going back and like, you know what? Well, if this doesn't work, you know, I'm good at this. I could do this. But it's like, it is working, you know? So, you know, doubting yourself and creating a fallback plan could sabotage exactly what you're working for. You know what I'm saying? That's the
1: energy. That's the energy to let you know you're on the right path. Once you start to feel like it's not failing, but it just feels like the grain or the waves are getting heavier. It right. I means you're getting deeper. You're getting you're getting closer to your goal. So, I mean, it's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy to sprint from the start to your goal, then, like, who would actually take something serious? Who would actually, like, have that real love for it? Right. So, it's going to get harder. And when you start to get that self-doubt, mm-hmm. that means you're heading in the right direction. does Definitely. Is. I've seen that. And, I mean, I've succumbed to, like, giving up. Once you get that self-doubt, like, nope on to the next one, mm-hmm. because this ain't working. But then I see, like, there's a lot of things that I've started that I felt was cutting edge at the time. Right. And if I'd have stuck with it, how far would I be in that, that field or in that industry or in that passion? Right. Like, uh, the clothing line, like, I started, I started designing for a clothing line back when I was 18. hmm And I let everything else discourage me from doing it. So now it's, it's a harder battle to try to get back to where you was actually at mm-hmm. when you started it, when that was your sole focus in life. So letting go of that plan A uh, or start building that plan B while still working on your plan A, uh, I feel like that is self-sabotage on its own. So I just can't do it.
0: Right. You know what? And I started to look at different quotes in society to kind of piece everything together. So Franklin Roosevelt had said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So if you're creating a fallback plan, which is a backup plan, that basically means that there is evidence that fear is there. Right. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't that say that, you know, we're not we're not scared of fear. We're scared of failure, basically, you know, so was, the fear of failure right and I've been like really thinking about it in different ways of life and different people's situation I know sometimes appearing in children you know some children is like you know well if I mess up I know my parents will pick up that slack you know they always have that plan B well if I can't do it
1: they'll but, do it well think about it when you was a kid that's not even a thought that came through your mind like I can't do it when you was a kid you just did stuff
0: no no you know what and if
1: it didn't work out I disagree. then you go to mommy
0: No, I see for me, I think it's because of the type of thinker I was. And I don't know if you're listening and you gave me this thought and put this thought in my head. You know, this is all on you. But (laughs) (laughs) I've always had this mindset of expecting, the, you know, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst mindset. And it was me thinking that I was being a realist. You know, because it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I always want to hope for the best. But, you know, at the same time, you want to prepare yourself for the worst. Right. Sure. But you're giving room for the worst to happen when you think like that. And I was stuck in this mindset for so I'll long. I still have that. Yeah, no, I was stuck. I'm. You know, I broke out of it. And I'm happy that I broke out of it. And I'm outside of my box now. Like, I look at my box now. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back in there. But I had this mindset of... Yeah, I want the I want this to happen. I want the best to happen for me, but the worst could happen. Whenever you start thinking, you let molecules and stuff. You know, things start happening. You're putting into you're putting that together. The worst.
1: So on that note, so like I said, I, I do think like that, and like take this morning for example. Mm-hmm. So this morning I got up. I'm like, all right, we're gonna get out here, and we're gonna go grocery shopping. And then I'll be ready to go head towards the show. Mm-hmm. So I wake up, I get ready to get ready. Then everything I need to go grocery shopping was go grocery shopping wasn't ready. Mm. I'm like, cool. I will chill out for a minute, and I'm gonna get ready to head out at about eleven fifteen. I get in the car, nothing happens. My brother left on the lights, so now my car is dead. And the only thing I could think is, you know what? only the worst could happen so if i plan for the worst Mm -hmm. then i'm usually pretty good then i go to come here
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the freeway exit is closed no no prior warning saying that hey we're working on the freeway anything like that you just get there you can't get on Mm. so in this whole myth and i find myself you know thinking this a lot like yeah the worst is going to happen Mm -hmm. so just be prepared for it Mm -hmm. but i said to myself today in the car And I was actually talking to uh, my son's mother uh, also, and I'm like, you know what? You had to think about, all these things didn't happen to me. They could have happened for me. Right. Because what if everything would have went perfectly, and I got in the car, jumped on the freeway, and got decapitated?
0: Yeah.
1: Or a bridge fell. Wow. The bridge that they're working on right then fell down. You
0: had to be like, your whole head is cut off type Uh, thing? Off. Okay. But it could have been the
1: it could have really been the worst. It really could. What you assume is the worst thing that's happening to you may not actually be the worst thing. You're still alive. You can experience it. That's so fine. it's not the worst thing. And I'm trying to get back to that mold and that energy where I mean, things are not happening to you. It's probably just your guardian angel it's making for stuff for you. That's happen.
0: that's what I've been like saying to myself every day is that things are happening for me they're not happening to me because when things when i keep on saying things are happening to me that makes me feel like a victim right you know it's happening to me yeah why is it happening? why me you know so i'm starting to change my mind around and reshift like shift a few things and say like things are happening for me it's going this way because it's supposed to go this way because if it goes this way something can go wrong i don't know what's on this side of the road but since things are taking me down this road that's exactly let's, where I'm going to Let's go. head that way. Yeah. Well,
1: so, you know, I'm working on getting out of my box also. Maybe one day I'll get to where you're at and I can look at my box mm-hmm. and be like, nope, not no more. But uh, I'm definitely working on that and, you know, trying to embody positivity.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, one thing that I keep hearing is once you allow fear to creep in, we give room and we give away our self-control, our self-confidence in certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, we give away... Basically What we want When you let creep When you let fear creep in You're just saying Well Here you go It's like Letting a bully Tell you Hey You got some candy Run me that candy then And you like You are not even trying You are not even sizing him up To make sure Like you know what I can knock this fool out Right now <laughs> you got a jaw I got some braces <laughs> If I bite him I'm taking all that skin With me <laughs> Baby I'm, <laughs> I'm taking biter, all that skin huh? I'm <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, y'all should have seen his face. This is oh my God, where's my
0: camera? I need to get my phone out. I'm telling you, me and T talk about it all the time. Like it's dangerous downtown. Somebody come up to me, I'm a bite. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going crazy. But you know what? You gotta think about that like with fear. Like why don't I wanna do this? Why am I not sizing this fear up and knowing that everything that I need, I possess. You have the necessary tools inside of you. You have your future inside of you. Right. And
1: when you do succumb to that fear, it's like a lot of things, like you said, those things that you do give up. Mm -hmm. But to try to recapture those things, like I was just saying, it becomes an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. Because regardless of what reason that you made these changes, um, if it was rooted in fear Mm -hmm. or is rooted in uh, not being you or being true to yourself, Mm -hmm. what you're going to do is you're going to put yourself in an element where, one, you're not comfortable. And some levels of uh, uncomfort. Uh, show signs of growth. Oh yeah. Uh, but some levels of uncomfort show signs that depression is creeping in. Right. Uh, you're losing your self confidence. You're losing yourself. Mm-hmm. Growth is adding to yourself, like becoming better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're losing yourself, that's not growth.
0: No, I think that um, I tell people this a lot. Like I'm always I'm always uncomfortable, and it's always for a good reason. Like I'm not usually the person that like to come up to someone be like, hey, you want to buy a t-shirt? You know, I used to be like, I'm not going to be the pie man, the being pie man that's sitting in the middle of the street. But these days, if that's what I got to do to make sure that this million dollar business come to me faster than where it's going to come, then that's exactly what I got to do. So I'm always in an uncomfortable position. I tell people, if you're not feeling uncomfortable in what you're doing, then you may not be doing it right. You may not be doing it right. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. You're supposed to be out of your element. So but we have an interview for you guys so sit back and enjoy Mm -hmm. so what you're about to hear is an interview but it's a football player interviewing a football player they're both professional football players in the Canadian Football League so sit back relax enjoy and listen to them talk about their plan A and their plan B
2: I'm Terrell Porter I'm here with Rob Porter don't even know if we related but um I just was talking to him about how you know I went to the CFL and this was my plan a I didn't even much have a plan B I got signed as a free agent my last four games and after that they went to the playoffs and I got released and I went back home training for minicamp that they invited me to and was putting all my efforts into that and the coaching staff went to the NFL and I was just laid out to dry pretty much and I've been looking for work with the CFL ever since, trying to get signed again, but now I might have to wait to next season. So it's just a lot of pressure. I put everything into that. Now I'm like, what's next for me? So it's always good to plan, have a plan B. Um, and I just wanted to go over with you and have, see what you had to think about it, like how rough was it as far as, you know, getting over your injury. Just tell me a little bit about the story and everything when you was at the CFL. Okay. Um Got to CFL in 2017.
3: I got signed in January by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, long story short, I went there uh, with the mini camp. Obviously, it's um, it's definitely um, definitely definitely is um, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. Right. So I ended up having to go um, to mini camp. And for mini camp, it was only about five or six corners that was getting signed. Mind you, it was only it was like 15, 16, 17 of us out there. So only five or six of us is going to training camp. Right. So the best, you're going to get three days to prove yourself. You got about five, six practices, man, within two, three days. And it's real, man. So I, I went there, bought out, um, and just made a name for myself. And then then going to training camp, also made a name for myself. I was player to watch, player of the day, um, every day for a week straight. also was the player of the game one day, and I didn't even know it. I led the team at the top of the first preseason game. Then I also was a key player to watch the second preseason game, which right. I didn't know Same. of. So um, I was a key player to watch because, I, like I said, I led the teams uh, and, and tackled
2: the first game, and without even getting the pass caught on me. So then, what happened as far as like right before you got injured? Like I know you said you was uh, you had all these accolades and was doing well. Um, after you got hurt, what was the situation after that? because okay.
3: I had I had a great rookie year.
2: So then, following the off
3: season. Um, I went to mini camp. I had my um this is my second year. It's going to my sophomore year. Um, first day of minicamp. First day of mini camp I got injured. First first day, man, messed up my hip flexor. Man. And I was out for about a month and a half until Hamilton picked me up until I got back healthy. So they released they released me probably two, three days later after mini camp, And um it went that was it, man. What did you do after that? After that, um went back home, um, trying to figure out what to do next man rather than, you know of course i was, I was still training, training but i also needed to find work to to live you know for money so, so. from there um i just got with my coach got with my coach and uh, i was just coaching for a little bit and doing some work here and there with a couple sales but you know nothing too much nothing too hard just enough to get me by
2: so how are you currently like feeling now seeing you out here with the kids uh seen on instagram you had ten dollars at- per kid. It looked like it was pre- going pretty well. Oh, yeah. how, you, how would you say your, your current mood is about the whole situation as far as, you know, being in the CFL for a couple years and just, you know, doing your own thing, entrepreneur now. Um. Why well, I actually just came up with the Port City
3: Fitness business about a week ago, and it's actually been doing way better than I thought it would be. Got a lot of support. I got a lot of people that came out today. I got my goal. I hit my goal today for the number of kids I wanted out. And it was just a great turnout so far, man. And it's, it's getting better and better every day. The support is picking up more and more every day, man. So it's just crazy, man, to, see, it, to see, it, see the vision and then to see it come true in physical form.
2: Man, and I'm trying to do the same thing as well. That's another reason why I'm out here watching, picking up tips as well. Um, for me, after I got released uh, and I went back home, it was pretty tough for me. I didn't, I'm not going to lie. Uh, people coming up to me asking me what's going on and everything. It was kind of rough for me. And that's the um, and,
3: and that's the worst part as an athlete, man. Um, that's another thing that I struggle with as well. And it, it, it's not us; it's the um, it's the pressure that the people put on us, man. Like I, like you say, people come up to you, hey, man, what's going on with football? That's, that's that make us even more in our feelings, or as you said, or that make us more depressed, you know, or more down, or more down on ourselves. So and that get us overthinking, and overthinking causes chaos. Right. So what would you? What's the next step? Um, The next step is just uh, I'm getting – I'm into real estate right now, and I'm uh, into um, building my Port City Fitness.
2: Okay. Business. So um, I'm mean to cut you off, but was this like kind of your plan B or you just was going with the flow after the CFL? um, I'm I'm just kind of –
3: I just want to stay in tune with fitness and also with sports itself. So. Anything that deal with sports and fitness, man, I'm all for it. And like I say, just doing something you love, man. That's what
2: it's all about. Man, I'm right with you, bro. And I'm trying to get along with you. I'm trying to get around people doing the same thing as me, cause it's hard when you hang around people that's not de- necessarily doing the same thing as you. So Correct. maybe we can get some work in. Uh, oh yeah, we for, we for sure
3: got to put something together, man. Just just let me know, man. All right. Man. I say, like you know, we got the both last names, so we can, <laughs> like, the business, you know. <laughs> We come up with a company name. We both got porters involved, so I ain't. I forgot all about that, bro. Got you a porter too, so right. you never know, man. So all you right, never man. know what we can get into.
2: Man, good seeing you again, bro. know. All right, have a good day. Let's, let's catch up, bro. All
0: right. So. all right. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that story, and I hope that you guys are motivated and receive some type of inspiration during the show today. Right. Um, I think that a lot of us like everything that I try to like say on the show i do in real life you know to be a person that practice what they preach so i study myself and i make sure i analyze myself on a daily basis to make sure that i am you know a walking testament of what exactly i'm saying in my show like i keep telling myself that there is not a such thing as trying and right. i'm trying to get that you know i'm getting it out of my vocabulary you see, see i just yeah, did that I like had, i had to like had try to like pull change that it. try out yeah
1: because like trying indicates like you might do it you might not right like if you were working to better yourself Work to better yourself. Stop Mm -hmm. trying. Do it. Right. Be better.
0: Right. That's all you can. I mean, you control you. you,
1: So you do. Just be better.
0: You control your actions. I mean, you might have things that influence your actions, but you like control it. Like if your arm go up, you control it. Now if somebody hits your elbow, your arm might move or something like that. But you know that's the situation. So I want to remind people that don't. I'm not gonna say don't have a backup plan, but I'm gonna say this: don't build an arsenal. Of self sabotage because you're afraid afraid of I like that. yeah you're not you're afraid of what could come out of it just go in it with everything that you got like I'm going into this podcast business and I'm going into my clothing line with everything that I have I'm not setting I'm not giving myself a plan B I'm not giving myself a what if why because I'm putting everything that I have to give in it now
1: yeah all my eggs is in the basket and then um. If this basket get crushed then i guess it's time for a new basket but until then uh you're gonna work and work and work and work until you make chickens out of these eggs
0: exactly and plan b's are only an emotional safety net well no plan so.
1: Bs also uh help if you made a mistake last night you make sure you oh pop you got plan too B. drunk
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that too and you know they those, got those are beneficial they have those in the gas station now what yes i went to, it's in a liquor store they gotta hang it up in the window now like you know where they used to put the little in energy pills no. at no That's where they have the plan B pills at.
1: Check this out. Just protect yourselves at all times and be positive. Make sure you focus on your goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't focus on the backup plan. Don't focus on the what if if your goals are going to fail. Focus on your goals. Be the best you you can be. And, I mean, it can go only well, even if you only get a lesson out of it. Mm -hmm. That's a positive. Right. You know what not to do next time.
0: Exactly. So,
1: like, just focus on your plan A. Mm-hmm. Rock with your plan A and plan B's are made for knowing that you're gonna lose.
0: Exactly. So, remind yourself that all the necessary tools to make you succeed is on the inside and you are in control of it and you have the key. No one else can give you the key that you already have. Absolutely. So, with that being said, this is Moments with Mika. Make sure you go to the site, get you a VIVE hoodie. It's so many things that I am getting ready to do, guys, and I cannot give it all out yet. But be looking for me talk to me which was weird like i remember the counselor asked me like on three different occasions like um are you staying here are you are you leaving like i'm like i was like i don't know she was like oh well if you do go to schools in that area i told him like the squad was at, was in Dearborn Heights, which is the one I ended up transferring to, the one I to, ended up graduating from. So, so yeah, schools down the river are really bad. There'll just be a number there. You won't get the same kind of like high quality education that you're getting here. I was like, wow, that's like kind of bad. Like you don't really know this school. Like, Tomorrow. No what is love? You know, I want to change. I want to speak up. I want to voice my emotions. But ultimately, I decide not to. And that's what happened in that moment. I should have probably spoken up, but I didn't. And I choked. So I wrote a poem about it while in the middle of, like, really choking. So I just feel like people can read that and they can say, oh, my gosh, I, like, relate to that so much. Because so many people have said, like, I should have spoken up, but I didn't. And they hesitated so that's the one i feel that people can really relate to the most so it's my favorite yeah that's something that um i'm actually working on kind of that's the reason i guess that's kind of the reason for the show to kind of have my way of kind of speaking out and talk mm-hmm. about topics that i thought that a lot of people don't like to discuss or be really edgy yeah. and stuff like that because it's my way of expressing like okay this is who i am because a lot of people Don't really know who I am. They just know, you know, my parents and everything. Yeah. But um, if a person wanted to.